Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you how to navigate negative comments about your body. This has been a request from one of my clients inside of the academy. And I think so many people can benefit from this because receiving any type of comment about your body or even like what you're eating can be really challenging and quite triggering. Now, before I dive in, I want to share with you that I am hosting a completely free two-day training on both the strategy and the mindset required to end binge eating. It's called Free from binge eating. So day one will be all about the strategy needed to break free from binge eating. And then day two is going to be all about the mindset that you need in order to conquer binge eating. Both are super important. And I truly believe that you can't have one without the other. You can have the best strategy, all of the tools and know all the things of what to do to stop your binges. But if you don't have the right mindset, you'll probably find yourself self-sabotaging and reverting to old habits, running on autopilot, maybe even having your mind convince you to give into the binge one more time. Now you can have the best mindset and be super committed and determined to stop your binges, which is great, but you need to know the proper tools of what to do. You need to be equipped with the proper tools that will help you to rewire your brain out of these habitual cycles. And that is what I'm teaching you inside of this training. So I'd love to have you join in. You can click the link down below in the show notes to register. It's going to be so powerful, so fun. And you're going to walk away feeling excited, ready, and motivated seeing how possible it is to regain control with food once you have the proper strategy and the proper mindset in place. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And for now, let's dive into today's episode. So I want to say there's a lot to unpack here. There's just so much that I can say about comments from other people regarding your body And this episode isn't really in any particular order. I'm going to be just sharing a bunch of tips and tools that I believe are going to be super helpful. And we're going to go from there. So comments from other people regarding your body and even your food choices, I know can be so challenging, whether you are on your journey to healing your relationship with food, like you're actively pursuing support, you're actively working on your relationship with food or not, comments can be really hurtful. And I've had so many comments made to me about 
what I was eating and how my body has changed and how disciplined I was and how fit I looked when I was actually in the midst of my restriction and binge eating cycle, how big my arms look that I eat a lot, that I'm eating again, that I eat like a bird, that I was fat and I can literally go on and on and on. And why these comments can be so hard to handle is because the majority of the time you are your worst critic. You are probably judging yourself a lot and that's hard. It's, it's sometimes easy to be hard on yourself and it's easy to beat yourself up because maybe we believe that we deserve it, but you don't feel good at all. Let's be honest. And then on top of your judgment and the comments, the mean comments that you're saying to yourself, then you're now getting other people to do the same to make these comments and you're, you're going to have to try to navigate both, right? Like the judgment from yourself, the negative comments that you're saying to yourself. And then on top of that other comments, like it's freaking hard. And a lot of the times it's hard because perhaps, you know, what you're doing and somebody catches you. So I'm going to give an example when it comes to, body image, right? If you know that maybe you are, you know, binge eating and you have maybe haven't really felt good in your own skin. So maybe you're, you're not, you're not as active and you, you know that you feel really, really good when you move your body and you go for walks or you even stretch and you know that you're not doing it. And then somebody makes a comment about the way that your body looks. It's like, it's like a stab in the chest. It's like, Oh, I know I haven't been, you know, as consistent. Like, I don't need you to tell me that. Um, or even when it comes to food, right? Like I remember this one time I was at my family's house and I just finished dinner, maybe 20 minutes after I was in the kitchen again, making more food. And there was a comment made to me something along the lines of like, huh, eating again, are we? And I, I, I understood like we just finished dinner. So there's some truth to that of like, why are you eating again? It's literally been 20 minutes, but the reason it was so triggering for me, because I knew what I was doing. I knew I was binging. I knew I wasn't hungry. I knew I wasn't, I was full. I knew that I didn't need anything else. I didn't need more food. I knew that it was really just the impulse playing out and it, didn't really feel like me. So it was triggering because somebody was speaking the truth. I wasn't hungry and I was eating again and it hurt. Like I was very triggered. And in that moment, you're kind of like, you know, it's like, I I just wanted to binge, but now it's kind of like making you rethink your decision. Like, I don't need more food because I just ate, but at the same time, might as well just eat because everyone thinks I eat a lot and like, screw this comment, you know, like we can just get into that mindset of like, what's the point? Everybody knows that I eat a lot or everybody knows I'm a binge eater. Probably we just kind of get into your mind. Right. And then as you're eating, it's like, there's so much guilt. There's so much shame. There's so much judgment and embarrassment that you can't even really enjoy it. 
I remember not even being able to like taste the food because I just felt sick to my stomach of what I was doing. I knew I was self-sabotaging and I hated it. But at the same time, like there was also comfort and just kind of being able to eat the feeling away. Right. And then when it comes to, you know, body image as well too, like I said, it's like, there would be so many times where I felt kind of like I was purposely gaining weight. I remember waking up with so much anxiety because I'm like, I just ate so much last night. I am, I'm purposely gaining weight. And it was, it was like so hard to like, just be with myself that I didn't want to see other people because it didn't feel like myself. Right. So if I got a comment from somebody that said like, you know, God forbid, like, you know, you look like you're, you're gaining weight or you look like you're in a larger body. Of course, it's going to sting because you know that what you're doing, it, it doesn't feel like you. Right. So I hope that makes sense. Like, I kind of just want to share that before uh, a few tips, um, because I think it's important to kind of like have that, that context of like, why they're so triggering. I mean, nobody should be making comments about the way that your body looks, regardless if they think it's a quote unquote compliment, like you lost weight or your body looks amazing. We think that we want those comments, right? Like we think that they're helpful. Um, but as you start to realize that can also be really triggering as well too, because it's like, wow, like everybody's number one, everybody's noticing my body. People are seeing that as kind of like the main focus. Um, and well, if somebody's noticing that I lost weight, then I have to keep restricting. I can't fall off track. And that kind of creates a lot of pressure, but then also too, there's another side where it's like, people are noticing my weight loss. Like, am I getting too small? Like, do I need to eat more? And then you just, you think about your body so much more. You think about your food so much more. You become so much more obsessed with your body, with your food. When these comments are men are said to you about your body. And I don't know about you, but like, I, I, at first like wanted people to compliment on my body and like notice my body changing. But then after I started realizing number one, it actually still was triggering, but also number two, like I want to be the type of person that when I enter a room, I want to make people feel really good. I want to like light up everybody's smile in a room. I don't want people to be in a room with me. And all they can say is like, your body looks good. Like I want them to be like, Lorna is such an amazing, caring, loving person. She always makes me feel safe. She always like makes me feel really good. She listens to me. She's trustworthy. Like I want to be known for all of those other things. So it's really just kind of putting things into perspective. But regardless of what I share in this episode, I just want to be very clear that no comments should be made, right? But the reality is there's always going to be comments. I've healed my relationship with food and I'm over two years binge free. I still get comments about the way that I eat. Uh, my husband gets comments. I, I, everybody like at a family party, there's always something, whether your aunt is on a new diet or somebody makes a comment of like, Ooh, you know, I, sh- 
I know I shouldn't be eating this cake, but I'll burn it off tomorrow. And they kind of like play off these comments. Like it's not a big deal, but it can be really, really triggering. So a few things to know regarding these comments. Number one, you're going to have some people who just do not have a filter like zero filter whatsoever. They just speak whatever is on their mind. And you will also have some people that have really good intentions that just don't quite understand how triggering some comments can be. So the people with no filter, let's talk about those people. It can be really uncomfortable being around these people and even somewhat anxiety inducing because you just don't ever know what's going to come out of their mouth. But I think it's important to understand that this is who they are. Like this is their personality has nothing to do with you and everything to do with just like who they are as a human. They don't have a filter. They don't tend to hold anything back. So a comment made to you is just like their comment made to the next person about their hair, right? Now, of course, food and body comments are way more triggering, especially if you are struggling in that particular area, of course. But I hope you understand my point here that these people just don't have a filter, right? Like that's just who they are. And if we can remind ourselves of that, we can decide, do I want to be with this person? Do I want to be spending this amount of time with them? Or is it causing me too much anxiety? Because the the people that you surround yourself with impacts, you know, your thoughts, feelings, your emotions, your behaviors. And even, even if it's family, right, there are some boundaries that you can create. Um, of course, if it's, you know, like a parent or a sibling, you might not be able to just like leave and not spend as much time as you want, but boundaries are a really beautiful thing. But I think when it comes to those people that don't have a filter, really trying to do your best to understand that that's them and it has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with, you know, even their upbringing. And the way that they they speak, the way that they hold themselves, the, the way that they've even been brought up. Now, the people with good intentions, let's talk about those people. So, for example, I received a comment that I had really big arms. So I was at a yoga studio way back when I was, not way back, it wasn't that long ago. But when I lived in Mississauga with my family, I had this comment said to me, and I've had this actually many times, um, this comment of like, I have big arms, but this one particular time I was at the yoga studio and the lady at the front desk was like (laughs) making this face and like putting her hand out and kind of like curling her hands in a bit to show like how big my arms look. And she was saying it more in a way of you have strong, like big arms, like muscular big arms. And I I understood that. I mean, I do have larger arms and they are muscular, but when I was in the midst of my struggles with my body, that comment translated into, I need to be smaller. I'm too big. People are noticing. I don't want these big muscular arms. I want to be smaller. And like I said, this person had a good intention of 
making a compliment of how strong I looked, but because I wasn't healed, it triggered me. And that's something that I want to share that's really important. And just hear me out for a moment. Triggers aren't actually a bad thing. In the moment, it can hurt, it can sting. But triggers are really indications for where we need to heal. So I got triggered by a comment that my arms looked really big because I was insecure about my arms. I got triggered when somebody said, you're going to eat all that food because I was binging and I was used to eating a lot. I got triggered when somebody said, you eat nothing, you eat like a bird because I just binged before going out for dinner and literally couldn't eat anything or else I would literally just burst. And of course they don't know that. And you're not going to share that, right? I'm not going to share that with somebody. So I can see why, you know, if we're all going out for dinner, let's say for an example, and I just sat there, why would like, of course they're going to make a comment, like, why aren't you eating type of thing, right? Now I'm not saying any comment is right. And like I said, nobody should be commenting about the way that our bodies look or even what we're doing with food, because it can be really, really hurtful. But I also think it's important to share that the more that you heal the parts of you that are triggered, the less triggered you will be. So now somebody can tell me I have big arms and I'm like, yeah, and just go about my day. It doesn't mean you're okay, right? It doesn't mean like, it's not a big deal, right? Sometimes you're like, okay, like, why the heck did you need to share that? Like, why did, like, what was the point of that? But at the same time, it, the the time that it takes to process and to release the trigger is a lot faster. So it can still sting, but not as much. It can still take time for you to process, but not as long, right? So another thing is like, is this comment from your grandma who is like 80 years old, right? Saying like, you're not eating enough or you're too skinny. I think many people receive this compliment or sorry, these, these comments, definitely not a compliment, a comment. Sorry. I remember like three years ago in a row, like three years in a row, my grandma who was like 88 years old, kept on saying like, you lost a weight that you look so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why did I even do that? Uh, but that's how she, like, that, that's what she said to me. Like you lost weight and you look so good. And I literally could be up in weight. And she would say the same thing. I could literally gain weight and she would say the exact same thing. So I think sometimes we have to just realize they don't understand how harmful these comments can be, whether it's your 80 year old grandma or a friend, or even a parent, a lot of the times they just don't understand the impact that a comment like that can have. They don't know better, right? They, they want you to, you know, be your healthy self. And a lot of the times some people have these good intentions and they just like speak it out loud, which is obviously not helpful, but that's just kind of like the way that they are. Um, and it doesn't, make the hurt go away because I know how hurtful it can be. I, in grade eight, I got called fat. Um, that was definitely not a good intention 
comment. So I also want to acknowledge that, that there could be comments that people just don't have good intentions and they're complete assholes. And it just makes you feel like shit and it makes you question everything. It makes you like, it makes you both comments saying you lost weight and then saying you're fat or you gained weight also is not helpful because comments like, you know, you, you look good. Like you look like you've lost weight. It's almost like, okay, I want to stay there and I want to keep going because, you know, people are noticing whatnot, but then also it's kind of like, I want to eat more because it's uncomfortable. And you're questioning, like, am I too small? Like, did I lose too much weight or the weight gain comments about, you know, you're fat or it looks like you've put on weight. Like, I don't understand people who say those comments. Like I, I literally, I cannot understand because I would never ever say that to somebody, but there are people out there who say that. And if you've gotten, gotten a comment of like, you put on weight or you're fat, you either want to restrict because it's so hurtful or you just want to eat more because in your mind, it's like, well, everyone's noticing that I'm in a bigger body. So I might as well just eat more type of thing. Right. So that, that can be really hard to navigate. And I think the second thing that I want to say is I think it's important to kind of have a brief idea of some comments that you think you you might get. So let's say, for example, you're going out to a social event and you're seeing your, your aunt or your uncle and you know that they always make comments, right? I would write down a few of those comments that are either really typical or you feel they might, they might say right? So maybe looks like you've lost weight or your body has changed or you're eating again, whatever it may be, write that down. And then you want to come up in advance with a response that feels good for you. So writing down kind of how you want to respond, what you want to say back. And I think this is really helpful because in the moment of a trigger, you're in shock, you're hurt, embarrassed, and you might not know how to respond. Sometimes I would be in like freeze mode and I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, what? You know what I mean? So if you have, or maybe sometimes you're like lash out, uh, lash out at the person or not say anything. And sometimes you regret it after, right? So if you kind of have it planned out in advance, there's a bit more safety and a game plan that can help you respond. So for example, if you feel like a comment that you might get is like, I don't know, um, your body has changed. Like, what can you say back? What would feel really good? You know, whether it's like, yeah, my body has changed or changing the conversation. That's also another tool of just like completely changing the conversation. So somebody says your body has changed. Yeah. So, you know, how is your son's baseball game? Like completely change around the conversation to show number one, Like you want to give zero attention to that because it's not worth your energy. And number two, to to show like what actually matters, like what conversations you actually want to be having. You didn't go to a social event to talk about the way that your body looks. You went to a social event to, you know, connect with people and to have fun and to like have like real purposeful, meaningful um, conversations, right? Like not about your body. 
So you can always like change the conversation. But I was telling this with my client the other day of just kind of having those like um, comments back, I think would be really, really helpful. And the first few times, maybe you might not be able to say that comment back, um, but even just kind of like noting it in your head um, to kind of like assure, like kind of give you that safety can be really, really helpful. Um, Another thing that I would say is understand the trigger. Why did it trigger you? Like, what, what do you feel you still need to heal in that particular area? What would make the comment less triggering? Maybe, you know, if you started own, like being more confident with your food choices, maybe it would be less triggering when somebody says like, oh, you're going up for seconds. Like it, it, it will probably be a little bit less triggering if you were just like confident, right. With, with your food choices. Um, or if maybe you, um, you know, you were nicer to your body, maybe it would be less triggering, right? So it's really just kind of like digging into the trigger. And again, you can feel the hurt. You can feel the, like, the annoyance, the frustration, the hurt, but then ask yourself, like, what was triggering about it? Like, what do I still need to heal? Because remember that triggers are always an indication of where we need to heal. Okay. Now, number three, I would say, okay, with this trigger, can we kind of like dissect it and say like, what's true and what's not true? So I have one of my clients who is going back to university and she mentioned to me that one of her friends is that blunt uh, person that, you know, just kind of gets up and kind of shares whatever is like on her mind. And she hasn't seen this friend in a while. And like I said, she's the type of person that just would say whatever is on her mind and make a comment about like, your body has changed um, since I've seen you. Shouldn't get a sip of water because I've been talking for a long time. Okay. So my client knew this person's personality. That's number one. And number two, she could kind of predict what she might say, right? So my client was sharing me with me, her body did change, right? But there's more to it. Like she needed to put on some weight because she wasn't at a a very healthy weight before she was restricting. She mentioned to me, like she had zero energy and was kind of just like not able to do a lot of things that she wanted to do. And we also talked about how she's in such a better place now mentally and with her food and even with her body, like trying to be more compassionate towards herself. Um, she's been having way less binges. She's enjoying dinner outs with her family without so much guilt and anxiety. And there's been a lot of amazing things that she's been working on to heal since seeing this person. And a lot of the times healing can't be shown outwards, right? All of these things that she's making progress on is incredible, but somebody might not be able to see it on the outside, right? It's felt and it's, you know, so much better. It's like a way better feeling, but you know, they, they may not be able to see it. Right. So it's good to know that you are confident in what you're doing. You're in a much better place. You're healthier. You're happier. You are taking action to better your relationship with food. 
you are taking action to heal. You are taking action to work through your body image struggles. You are doing the work, right? So a lot of it is being confident in that and reminding yourself that people only see what they choose to see and what they know. So it might be true that our bodies change, but it's, it's also not true that she's not making progress, right? Like it's not a bad thing. She's in such a good place right now. And truly that is most important. So I really wanted to share that because I think it's really important to understand like even yourself, right? Like I had a comment from somebody a while back, this was a really long time ago, but um, when I was kind of putting on weight, kind of the same, same situation, uh, I was putting on weight cause I was like way too skinny at one point. Um, and I was putting on weight and it was a good, good, like it was healthy. And somebody made a comment to me, like, you look fuller, like, you know, like you're getting, like, you look healthier or something like that. And in my mind, again, that was like really triggering for me because I felt like I was like gaining weight. But in the back of my mind, I needed to remind myself what's true. What's true is I'm no longer obsessing over food. What's true is I'm actually really freaking healthy and really freaking happy. I got my period back. I have so much more energy. Like I used to be a zombie, right? So like, these are all things to really explore so much deeper. And I really helped my client with that. And she was like, wow, like that's so much more helpful because I'm making such good progress. Like I don't want to go back to that that version of me. Like I am making such good progress, having less binges, more confident in my own skin. I can actually enjoy activities with my friends, go out for dinner. She went on vacation and was able to like actually enjoy her time and not obsess about food the entire time. So that's really important. Now, number four is to remember that 90% of comments or more are really just projections from other people and their own insecurities and struggles. So an example, this was a few years ago, but we were at the cottage. I used to have a family cottage and my sister was not eating before bed. So we were all kind of like, you go to the cottage and you know, like you're having snacks before going to bed. Um, like you're like watching a movie or whatever, like you just have dinner. Um, and you know, you're just going to have some snacks and stuff like that. And, you know, in my mind, I'm kind of just like, I didn't think I like made a comment of like, just come on, just eat. Like we're at the cottage. Like who cares if you're not hungry, but this was me wanting and needing permission so I could eat before bed so I could have snacks so I couldn't feel bad I was projecting my own insecurity of eating when I wasn't hungry onto this person who didn't want to eat right so I was uncomfortable I wanted to make that comment just because I was insecure And people don't make comments to other people within areas that they are confident in. Like they usually make confident uh, comments in areas where they don't feel secure, right? Body image, their relationship with food. That's why these are the top two comments that hurt because 
they're all over. It's hard to not be around people who don't comment about the way that you look or the way that you're eating, because there are a lot of people, unfortunately, who are insecure and who aren't confident with their relationship with food, who aren't confident in the skin that they're in. If somebody felt so good in their own skin and truly healthy and confident with their food, they would not give two shits about the fact that you're going up for seconds. They wouldn't care if you were eating a chocolate bar when they were eating a salad, or they wouldn't care if you were eating, you know, you weren't eating and everybody else was eating. Like they wouldn't care. They're taking care of themselves. They are listening to their body and trusting that. So I think knowing that, again, it has nothing to do with you, absolutely nothing to do with you if you've received a comment. It's their own stuff, their own, you know, their own traumas, like their own insecurities, their own, um, their, like the things that they're not confident in, they're projecting that onto other people, right? And again, about the permission thing, I think that's a really important piece to note. Like people will always make comments of like, maybe you've heard at like birthday parties and stuff like, Oh, come on. It's just like a social gathering. Like it's like, or Christmas, it's like one time a year, like, you know, you're not going to gain a bunch of weight. And they're almost saying that to justify why they're eating the cake, why they're going up for seconds, why they're eating more. They need to like say that to kind of justify what they're doing with food. Right. So That's really, really important to know. And I know, I know it is so dang hard to not take it personally because I've been there and it hurts so much. And that's all you can think about the rest of the day, the rest of the week when you're getting changed. I remember like playing that phrase in my mind, like you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. That was playing in the back of my mind. Um, you know, going up for seconds, I'm like, somebody's going to make a comment or I would like replay a comment of somebody that like mentioned something like, oh my God, you eat so much. Like I would just like play that voice in my mind and it can be so, so hard, but we really need to do a lot of work and it's work. It takes a lot of work to separate yourself from the comment and remind yourself that it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Another thing is you, I I truly believe we all need to be more confident with our food choices, with our body and just owning it. Like you want to go up for seconds, go for it. You want the brownie when nobody else is eating it, eat it. You want the burger and fries when everybody else is ordering a salad or, you know, a steak or salmon dinner, order it. The more confident that you are with your decisions with food, the better. And if somebody comments, like you're going up for seconds, yes, I am. Can you say it with confidence? I guarantee they won't have a comment back. If you're like, Oh, um, yeah, I guess I'm a little hungry, but, um, it also looks really good. And like, like you're trying to justify it's not confidence own it. Heck yeah. I'm going up for seconds. That pie was so damn good. You'd like, I'd be crazy not to get another piece. It was delicious. Own it. Be confident in that because this also gives other people permission to go for it. 
to do it when nobody else is, to be the leader, to be confident. It is such a sexy trait. When I see somebody who's just so confident, like, yeah, you know what? I want the French toast for breakfast. Like I'm going to order that. I'm going to put all the maple syrup on it. Like I'm going to own it. Good for them. If somebody's like, yeah, I, I really want a salad. Good for them. And I think also another uh, another thing to mention here, I know this is kind of like all over the place, but I hope you guys are finding this really helpful. Um, but another thing too, is when you're confident with your decisions, <sighs> yes, it's less triggering, but also you just don't even, you don't really care about what other people are saying because you know that you're making the right decision. You know that you're making the right choice. When you're not confident in your decisions, let's say with food, and you're like debating, like, should I order the pizza? Should I order the burger? Should I order the salad? And you're not really sure. And then somebody makes a comment. You're like, well, shit, I didn't even know what I wanted. But let's say you were like super confident and you're like, I want a salad. If somebody says something like, oh, you must be dieting while you're eating a salad, you know that that's not the truth, right? Like if you are truly eating a salad because you crave a salad, there's no need to get triggered by it because you know that you're doing it for the right reasons. When I, in the past, would eat a salad because I was scared of carbs or scared of the oil and butter at restaurants, it stung even more because I knew I was doing it for the wrong reason, right? So when somebody is saying like, oh, you're dieting, I didn't feel confident because I was. So I was like, oh, no, I just love eating healthy. Like it was awkward and weird. But now it's like, you know, I've healed my relationship with food. And sometimes I will still order a salad. And I don't care if somebody says like, oh, yeah, Lorna, like, you know, she like she's a healthy eater or like she always eats a salad or whatever. I don't care because that's what I want. And if I want a freaking burger, I will order a freaking burger. If I want a dessert, I'll order dessert. I don't feel the need to eat dessert to prove to somebody that I have food freedom or, you know, prove to somebody that I have a good relationship with food because I'm going to order a burger. Like it just doesn't even make sense. Right. So for you, you have to really be confident in your decisions and own it. Right. And same with one of my clients, when she was mentioning that, um, she was receiving comments from people like saying like, you look like you lost weight. And I was like, well, are you intentionally doing that? Like, are you purposely restricting? And she's like, no, like I'm actually like eating regular amounts and like, I'm giving myself full permission to enjoy my favorite foods. And I'm like, you know, like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. I'm actually like taking some time out from the gym and stuff like that. And I was like, well, like you're doing your part. It's not like you're you are like on some crazy diet or anything like that. Like, you know, that the habits that you're doing is good for you. You're showing yourself some self-care. You're taking good care of your body. Like there's nothing to worry about. But if you are purposely doing these like self-sabotaging things and, you know, um, like you are restricting or you are on this crazy diet or you are binging and you're not really taking good care of your health, right? Like there's that aspect too. And I think that kind of leads into the sixth point that I have, um, which is being real with yourself. Are you healing? Like, are you doing everything that you can to heal? Are you right? 
the clients that I work with are taking care of their mental and physical health. They are healing. They did reach out for support. They are putting in the work. They're so committed to the process. They are engaging in healthy habits. They are taking care of themselves. They are engaging in self-care. And you need to be real with yourself because when you know that you're being mean to yourself, you know, you're not being kind. You're not maybe, you know, eating the best. Maybe you, you know, you haven't been moving your body and you know that that really makes you feel good. Of course, those comments are going to be triggering because you know what you need to be doing right now on the flip side, you can also be real with yourself and, and, and like check in and say like, I'm in a different season in my life right now. And what was once a priority is no longer a priority. So maybe right now it's no longer a priority for you to go to the gym seven days a week. So you need to remind yourself you prefer walking and yoga right now, or you need to remind yourself that eating as little as possible and restricting is no longer the goal, right? It's about being truthful, getting real with yourself. If you are putting in the work to heal your relationship with food, you're in a program, you're getting support, you're on the right path. You are doing your part to work through these triggers. You are doing your part to heal. If not, can you seek support so that you can actually work through your food and body struggles? Can you start being more kind to yourself? Can you move your body in ways that feels good for you, right? Can you get the support so you can stop your binge eating? You can absolutely start doing this right now, today. And automatically feel so much better knowing that you are doing your part to heal. You're doing what you can to be better. And that's such a beautiful thing. Like I said, when you heal, it's not that those comments aren't going to be triggering, but you can process through it and move on so much quicker, right? And what I was telling a few of my clients too, it's like you receive a you know, a a comment that was once triggering and then you've healed. And like, it's almost just like somebody commented, like, um, you know, you commented, like you're wearing a black top. It's like, yeah, I am like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the comment can still hurt, but you just know where you're at and you've done so much work that that part of your life is no longer triggering for you, right? Like somebody can ask me like how much I weigh and I actually don't even know, to be honest, if you haven't weighed myself in years, but like that wouldn't be triggering. Um, but many, many years ago when I was like binging and restricting and my weight was all over the place and I knew I was self-sabotaging, it was like somebody would ask me what my weight was and I would like, you know, I would like freak out. And again, nobody should be asking you like what your weight is. Like, that's just stupid and silly. Like nobody, like that's, that's silly. You know what I mean? But I'm just, I hope you guys are just understanding like the bigger picture of this. Um, another thing that I would say, sorry guys, I have so many things that I have to say, man, when we have these conversations in my group coaching programs, I just like go on and on and on and on and on because like, I can like, I don't know, I've lived through this and I've, I've just so much experience with this. Um, but another thing that I would say too, if you're struggling with comments about your body is any time somebody makes a, a, a comment about, um, like the way that you look in a 
in a way that they think it's a good thing, like if they think it's a compliment, can you also not take those in as much? Like, can you not also put so much emphasis on that? Because here's the thing. If you, if somebody says like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. And you like latch onto that and you like make that such a big deal. Guess what's going to happen when you get a, a comment about your body looks bigger. You're also going to make that a big deal as well too. You know what I'm saying? So even comp like quote unquote compliments of the way, either the way that you look or like your hair looks amazing or whatever. Can you accept the compliment, right? Like, let's say it's not food and body. Let's say it's like your hair looks really good or your dress looks amazing. Can you accept the compliment? Cause that's also really important. You want to accept the compliment, acknowledge like, thank you. Don't brush it off. Don't be awkward and be like, I don't know how to respond to this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, I did get my hair done yesterday. Don't be like, oh no, it looks really shitty. Like, no, accept the compliment, right? Accept it, take it in, say thank you. But don't make that mean so much. Don't make it mean so much. Because like I said, on the flip side, when you get a not so nice compliment, or sorry, a not so nice comment, you're also not making it a big deal. And that was something that I really had to practice is detaching myself from these comments, whether they are good or bad. We don't want to make it mean so much because there's so much more to us, right? Like somebody can comment on how amazing your hair looks, but like there's so much more to you, your heart, your soul, your passions, your drive, your successes. And then on the same time, it's like when someone says something negative about your body, well, there's so much more to you, your heart, your soul, your passion, your drive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's so much more to you. And that's why we really want to kind of separate ourselves from these comments, whether they are, you know, good or bad. We kind of just want to see like, I am so much more than this. So that was a lot, but as a recap, number one, you need to understand people's personalities and choose who you want to spend your time with. Number two, think about a few comments that you feel you know, somebody might make and then brainstorm some potential comments or responses back that you would like to say. So in the moment, you're not in like a freeze mode, you can actually respond and you can also change the conversation. At number three, explore the trigger and figure out what's true in the trigger and what's not true and what you still need to work through in order to heal. Number four, 90% of comments are just projections from other people and their own insecurities and struggles. Number five, own your decisions with food and be unapologetic about them. And number six, be honest with yourself. Are you doing everything that you can heal or to heal? Are you working on your body image? Are you being kind to yourself? Are you getting support for your relationship with food? Are you putting in that work? Are you seeking support? Are you healing? you got to be real with yourself. So thank you so much for listening to this. I hope you found this super helpful. And I just want to send every single person so much love because I know how frustrating, how annoying, how hurt you can feel experiencing any comments about your body or, you know, what you're eating 
And I just want to send so much love and just like pour so much into you um, because I know how challenging that it can be. But I hope you have some clear action steps that you can now implement. And if you are craving more and you want to take more steps forward towards putting in the work to heal your relationship with food and stop your binge eating and even heal your body image, I'd love to have you inside my free two-day training that I'm running called Free from Binge Eating. Again, this is all about the strategy and the mindset that is required to end binge eating. So for the first aspect, I'm going to teach you about the strategy, how to reprogram, rewire your brain. And for the mindset, it's all about, you know, how to actually work through these things that are going to come up, how to have the proper mindset. So if this is of an interest to you, register through the link down below for the free two-day training, and I cannot wait to see you there.